What's up guys, Devansh Agarwal here again and today I'm gonna tell you how can you make the most out of your human mind. Understanding how to declutter and reboot your tiny little brains to, you know, live a slightly better life. So before proceeding ahead, we are gonna do a small activity. I am gonna make you experience something which probably most of you have never experienced before in your life. Excited? Alright, so here's the thing. For the next few minutes, shut down your laptop, mobile screens, go to a quiet place. And no, I'm not asking you to go to the caves or a mountain. I'm just, I'm just asking you to choose a quiet place and just simply be. Observe the space between you and the objects. You have to keep mum, both from the outside and the inside. No talking, no thoughts, no movements, nothing. Just you and your consciousness. What will happen is that some thoughts are gonna prop up after a while, so let them come. You don't have to fight them. As soon as you realize that you went someplace else in your mind, just give a little nudge to your mind to come back. One can perform this activity even if he's outdoors, be it in a traffic jam or a restaurant or wherever you are. You don't need to have any kind of thoughts about it. You just have to observe and be in complete silence for a few minutes. So off you go now. Pause the video and go ahead, seriously, right now. Alright, now that you're back, how was it? Was it irritating? boring perhaps or did you feel stupid doing nothing how long did you do it for by the way a minute an hour okay well i don't really know how many of you even attempted doing it but i'm gonna assume you will give it a try once you watch the full video where i will explain in detail why i made you do it in the first place the human mind is an exceptional tool you see all the problems you have in your life, the root cause of it is none other than your pretty little mind. Now don't take it otherwise. The human mind is probably the best instrument there was and ever will be in this world. But only when we use it right. Just like a smartphone. An excellent tool as long as we know how to utilize it the right way. But if these instruments overpower and controllers then the very same instruments which proved to be a boon become a bane for us in a snap of the fingers and that's what the story is with the human mind too the human mind has totally overwhelmed and subjugated us and how we keep on tirelessly running from one place to another in our minds not knowing how to stop that's what we need to learn, to learn how to stop and that's what that activity was all about. If you weren't able to do it, then you are a living example of what I'm saying here. We don't know how to stop mentally. We are swamped in a bottomless pit of thoughts all the time. Ask yourselves, what is the longest you went without having any kind of thoughts in your mind? I don't know. I don't know about you, but most of you 
will probably are gonna have a, a hard time to you know even think about when was the last time you didn't have any thoughts we are simply being bombarded with thousands of thoughts non-stop day and night and that is precisely why we are not able to stay with a particular problem for long enough because we are just so mentally restless so what is the solution to this predicament well there are two kinds of drop solutions one is temporary where I throw a bunch of shortcuts and tips and tricks to you and you feed them all in your minds but it's probably not gonna work in the long run that effectively surely it will have some effect but you won't even realize how quickly you go back to your normal life well that's why it is a temporary solution but lucky for you I got a permanent one too it's simple you just need to figure out the solution to your problems on your own nobody knows your problems your life situations better than you yourself so it's a no-brainer that only you can come up with the solutions that serve you best your life is entirely different from mine your parents are entirely different from my parents hence it has got to be you only who analyze your circumstances and act accordingly I can't really bring a change in life directly because if I really was the one who's responsible for bringing a change or anyone else for that matter then they would have an unbiased effect on everyone listening or watching or reading them but that's not the case millions of books are being sold billions of hours of podcasts are being heard but how many of lives is it really affecting you don't know that it all depends on you ultimately and when you are ready to take the challenge of uh, for controlling your life then that's when you start getting the results the faster you understand that no one else is gonna do it for you the quicker you will be able to change your life for good but I know that's very generic advice so here I am gonna tell you how to boost that particular you know I mean that particular what can I say that particular way so I will help you know how you can declutter your mind to leverage it to the best when can you understand your situations better only when you can patiently and calmly observe what they are actually all about but since our minds are cluttered with an infinite streams of thoughts we feel helpless stupid and incompatible it's exactly like opening 20 30 applications on your mobile at once which will do nothing but slow down the device that's how i mean that's why we remove the unused applications to speed up the device or restart the whole system when it hangs the human mind is also like a computer device where too many open and unused applications slow us down and deteriorate the efficiency of performing a particular task besides the more troubling part is that we don't really know how to close these unused applications in our minds which is holding us back we don't even know how to reboot our minds or how to shut down our minds for some time and I'm not talking about sleeping here 
whenever a particular application pester us in real life, a setback of any kind, a fight with someone, a failure or anything, we, instead of shutting the application down, open another one to keep us distracted. That's the root cause of all the problems we have. Come to think of it, this seems like the only option left for those who perhaps don't know how to shut down the application or restart the system. Let's say there is this particular application XYZ uh, which is making your life miserable. Now instead of shutting that application down, what we will do? We will open a bunch of other applications to divert our attention from the pestering app. For some time, that particular app that was bothering us would shut down or will become dormant, but it is still gonna run in the background. The slightest contact, merely a simple thought, and the whole application will be up and running full throttle right in our faces. That's the whole game of the human mind we need to familiarize ourselves with. The human mind craves pleasure and is terrified, petrified, mortified and stupefied of pain. Those painful applications can vary for different people and to counter them, we run towards temporary pleasures which is not the solution. It can alleviate our pain for some time but as soon as we return to a normal life, we even find all those applications still up and running, ready to smack us down. Instead of facing them, we are trying to run away from them and that is our biggest mistake. Look inside your mind. Most people keep on searching for the solutions on the outside, completely oblivious to the fact that all the answers ultimately lie inside us only. This is why we need to learn to stay, to pause, to stop for a while and reflect. We gotta learn to see things with patience. Start small. If you can start with as much as 5 minutes a day of peaceful and calm observation of your surroundings, then that itself is a great start. That's what the essence of that activity was all about. But hey, in case you were wondering, I'm not asking you to stay stagnant for your entire life. Try to grasp the context of what I'm trying to say. Aimlessly running from one place to another isn't gonna get you anywhere in life anyway. But not moving at all is even worse. It's ultimately all about creating a balance. Taking a pause to analyze, visualize and scrutinize your current scenarios in life will ultimately increase your efficiency, proficiency and competency in doing whatever it is you're doing. Just like we delete the temporary files, the .tmp, to free up spaces in our computer systems to boost up its productivity, similar is the case with the human mind too. The more space it will have and the freer it is of the useless clutter, the better its performance is gonna be. If somehow you can delete these 10 files in the mind, refresh them, restart them, if only you can have a button to do this task, then that will increase the human mind's productivity a thousand folds or even more. 
So how can we achieve this? Well, I have one simple trick for you, which is the breathing phenomena. Whenever the human mind is overloaded and bombarded with one too many applications and we feel like restarting the whole system, simply shift your attention towards your breath. Simple enough? Breath is the most real thing there is. It's always in the present moment. It is perhaps the strongest testimony to the fact that you are freaking alive. And focusing your attention on your breath will remind you of how fragile life really is. Right now you are breathing. The very next moment, maybe not. When you start seeing things this way, it changes your perception and relieves you of any underlying stress or burden you are going through. Breath is a formless entity. It is absolutely neutral. You will feel neither love nor hate, neither happiness nor sadness, neither excitement nor boredom. You will just become calm and still when focusing on your breath. All the emotions are triggered in us whenever we come across a form. But the minute we encounter something that's formless, we become absolutely neutral. We come at the center point. The problem arises when we identify ourselves with forms and get attached to them. Because then we make their problems our problems, their happiness our happiness, their sadness our sadness. And that's an anchor pulling us down. Attachments can pose a very serious and grave problem. Doctors never get attached to their patients because they know that doing so will make it harder for them to operate. The minute they attach themselves with the patient, they will operate under a sense of fear. What if something goes wrong? What if I'm not able to operate successfully and so on? And this fear, because of the attachment, will become the biggest hindrance to a successful operation in the first place. Now there are two types of attachment. One is where you are theoretically attached to the person in the eyes of the world. That's all well and good. You know, saying like she is my wife, he is my boyfriend. This is just a role we are playing. But the other kind of attachment is where you get attached to the other person at the level of mind, which is pr pretty tricky. Here you forget that you are playing a role altogether. This is where clashes become inevitable. You are basically trying to possess an independent person's mind. The minute you try to possess someone at the level of your mind, then you won't want the other person to behave the way you think is best. If you are attached to your wife at the level of mind, then you would want your wife to behave in a particular way you seem fit. You think you can tell her what to do just because you have attached yourself to her, which is your biggest mistake. When both the partners are attached to each other, then both of them want the other person to understand what they themselves are going through. Both of them want the other to do what they think they should do. Now under these circumstances, it's practically impossible for either of them to understand each other. The clashes and fights will keep on continuing 
until one of them tries to grasp the situation by completely detaching himself or herself. One can only see what the other person is actually going through when you let go of the attachment. You gotta become the third person trying to analyze the situation going on between you two in a completely unbiased manner. Only now you can find the solution to the underlying problem, deepen your understanding of your relationship and expect to experience true love. There has been a huge misunderstanding that's hindering your growth. There has been a huge mix-up that has impaired our understanding of how to play this game of life. The mind thinks that in order to be happy, we need to do something or achieve something or become something. We think that whenever we get so and so material things, only then we can be happy or as soon as I find the one, I will become happy. But if you think about it, these are just external causes. In layman's terms, this means that you are always gonna be dependent on something or someone for your happiness. Extracting happiness by anything that's external is temporary. Neither the thing or the person that supposedly makes you happy is permanent and nor the happiness you get out of it is gonna last forever. You get a job promotion, you become happy for a day or week, then back to normal life. Your true lover who used to make you happy has now changed completely and is now your biggest source of misery. But wait, not everything is doomed already. There is a state known as causeless happiness that does exist at an experiential level. And how to experience it? Well, this again goes back to that activity I asked you guys to perform. Just being fully alive in the present moment and seeing and listening to whatever's happening around you is how you reach that state. Remember, just because you're observing doesn't mean you have to respond, either physically or mentally. Simply experiencing the time flowing does the trick. You don't have to get something to achieve this state. You already have something right here. Right now, that is the answer to everything you're looking for. But we never pay attention to it. The moment you pay attention to it, boom, everything changes. And I mean every damn thing. It's inside you. You don't need your human mind to intervene or something to experience it. The second you get connected to it, then the thing you will experience is what's called causeless happiness. It is probably the most realistic thing there is in this universe, but we are either too damn busy doing meaningless things or are freaking ignorant to understand this. The whole world is like a never-ending film being played on a big screen. We are all so busy just watching the film, but nobody is interested in focusing on the screen, the thing on which everything is ultimately dependent on. This screen is actually the space between us. Right now, you are looking at your respective mobile or PC screens, but the minute you look at the space between your eyes and the screen, what happens? The mind goes blank, just like that. 
The human mind can only think about a form. It cannot have thoughts uh, about something that doesn't have a form. It, the, just like the formless, like space in this case is formless entity. Your mind can't have any thoughts about the space. If you make the mind do something that it is not used to do, like watching the space, thoughts come to an end. You hear different kinds of sounds all the time. Now try listening to the silence. When the human mind ceases its activities, the thing that is beyond the mind comes into the picture and that is what self-realization is all about. This is how you will reach the state of causeless happiness. Now you would no longer have any greed or fear of doing your work. You will do it to express your true nature. So now, how can you close the best string apps in your mind? I just talked about how to restart your system, that is the human mind, whenever things start overpowering or overburdening you by simply observing something neutral, be it space, silence, sky, trees or anything that makes your mind go blank. Now comes the other stuff. How to close or shut down the applications that are running in your system which are acting as an impediment. It can be anything, a business setback, getting fired from your job or a breakup, anything. These thoughts are gonna keep on haunting and pestering you again and again. So how to close these situations once and for all? Well, first of all, you don't have to run away from them. The more you run, the more fearful you will become. Be like a lotus blossoming in a swamp. You don't even have to fight them. The more you try to fight them, the more powerful you're making them. One just simply needs to observe them with a calm and cool mind. Watch these thoughts like a film being played. Let them go wherever they want to. Let them show you whatever they want to show. The human mind is perhaps the best filmmaker and director in the world. We all know how to watch a film now, don't we? If you want to watch the best film ever made in this world, just observe your mind and appreciate its imagination. For most of us, the minute we say to our mind, okay, let me see what you have to show and where you are going to take me now, you will automatically come out of whatever situation it was that was pestering you and making you wallow in the sea of emotions. The human mind loves to operate in the dark. Whenever our backs are facing the mind or not being fully aware of the situation, it shows and tells a ton of things that intimidates and frightens us. But the minute we turn and see for itself what's going on in our mind, it stops playing whatever it was that it wanted to play. As long as your back is facing the mind, it is gonna leverage your situation to keep on taking advantage of you. All you have to do is look directly into the mind and it will seize its activities. The human mind is a fascinating tool. It can both put you on a pedestal and also obliterate you into a bazillion little pieces. 
Now the choice is yours. Which one side of the mind you want it to act like? Thank you very much.